Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we're live from the Hole in the Ceiling studios in uh, at my house. <laughs> I'm doing what our governor says to do. The governor, Ducey, says to stay home. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer legal, lawful, constitutional tenure. You can reach us at one 800 951 or you can head out to our website, 24-7-365 at allamericangold.com. I, uh, Joe went home sick Tuesday. I went home sick yesterday. Man, I got to tell you, I was sick sick. I got home and had the chills and went to bed. I mean, I didn't think I'd be here today. I really don't. I mean, whatever it was just hit me like a ton of bricks. I woke up this morning. I got a... 101 fever right now, but I feel pretty good. So 101 fever, you could say anything. I mean, this show, I literally could say anything today. But uh, it's amazing. I do a teledoc. That's how you do it now. <laughs> My doctor's office says uh, we don't accept sick patients. It says it right right on the door. Can't come in. So I have to do it. I had to do it online. And I thought it was interesting because – you know, I'm feeling pretty good today. I didn't think I'd do a show, but I feel good. And uh, and I said to the doc, you know, went through everything and how I got it. And Joe tested positive for A and B influenza and negative for COVID. So I told him that. And he said, well, I said, I am I feel better than I did yesterday, which I can't believe it. And the doctor said to me, this is the age of disinformation. He says, you know, a lot of people that get the COVID virus only have symptoms for a couple of days if they have it at all said what i actually made him repeat that and i got to thinking we've been locked down for four months for a couple of days of symptoms i don't know i could be on a ventilator by five who the hell knows this is uh our usual jack daniels friday and uh yes jack daniels would have been a great superhero wouldn't he daniels jack daniels you know he had a special power that uh, if you drink half a bottle of Jack Daniels, you actually become bulletproof. I kid you not. But anyway, Patriot Radio News Hour brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. I'm in Cave Creek right now broadcasting through Virto, through the mothership. Thanks for all our uh, Phoenix listeners uh, on KXXT 1010, Family Values Radio, as well as 1360 KHNC. The children of the corn up in northern Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska. It's a great day to be alive. I'm still alive. There's not a lot of news this morning. I mean, the markets are taking a hit. There's a lot of, you know, color news, I call it. Now, it's not racist. You know, it's like a color man, color man for, uh, you know, sports broadcasts. I'd have to say the top story for color is the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> really? Is this what's happening to America? Because it is. It's it's unbelievable. You can't have the name Dixie anymore. Man, crazy. They, you know, now they were talking about changing the national anthem. But you have to, in my opinion, that we have to believe that this is, this is definitely got to be the smallest segment of the society, the smallest factions. It can't be, you know, the majority, can it? Now, if you watch liberal news and everything you read you would think that oh half the country you know by they're all going to vote for biden and uh that's what everybody wants and everybody wants to go socialist and we're going to wipe out american history and you know this is what everybody wants 
I don't really know anyone who does. I know we travel in our own circles, but uh, of course, there's not a lot of twenty-something-year-old uh, tattooed minions out there that uh, you know you run across at the golf course. So now Biden says that he will federally mandate masks if he gets elected. And it's interesting because uh, E.J. Montini in the Arizona Republic today was talking about our uh, representative Andy Biggs. Who Andy Biggs says uh, that he believes that wearing or declaring masks mandatory is tyrannical. So he's a part, he currently occupies a seat in the United States Congress, and he believes that efforts to protect public health during a pandemic, of course, is EJ's words, that has killed thousands is the action of a tyrant. You know, a lot of people feel that way. Just about everybody I travel with in the the circles, you know, at uh, Patriot in Phoenix, and probably in Colorado as well. I haven't asked Jason, but the majority of people, and I mean by far, by 90%, come through the front door without a mask on. So... Who knows where we're going with this? It's not a political issue, though. How it became a political issue, I'll have no idea. But again, yeah, I guess I do. The president, you know, is doing rallies without masks, and the people that are sitting in there without masks, and nobody's really proved that uh, not wearing a mask is, you know, the key to death. But my doc said to me today, you know, that you know maybe you might want to get a coronavirus test. So I don't know. I don't know. But if that's it, if this is really it, that you get sick, you get a fever, I mean, I grant it hit me hard yesterday, but, you know, uh, up and at them. It's Jack Daniels Friday. Daniels. Jack Daniels. 1-800-951-0592. Even Doug Doozy on the front page of Arizona today says, uh, yeah, maybe you might want to stay at home, which I've been really good at that. Of course, you know, in general, when you get older, it's a lot easier. You know, you become an old curmudgeon. That Toby Keith song, Don't Let the Old Man In, is always playing in my head. You know, get up out of the recliner and go do something. They settled the uh, they settled the Roundup case. Did you see that? Yeah, you know, the, the evil stuff that people spray on their weeds. We'll talk about that when we get back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedar Trump battling a little bit of a, a little bit of a cold here, but still good. The show must go on. Let's face it. Going into the break, I was talking about um, they settled the Roundup case for 10.9 billion. Of course, you know the the attorneys, the Aaron Brockovich style attorneys. Yes, you get. We got you a million dollars. We get fifty, but you get a million. We're really worried about you. But what's interesting is it was owned by Bayer. Yeah, Bayer Aspirin in Germany. Globalization is just amazing, isn't it? That, uh, and I thought, well, you know, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great if they said, well, the cure? The cure for the uh, cancer caused by the evil weed killer Roundup. Take two aspirin. <laughs> That's how you can kind of weigh it out. So, I don't know. All you need is a media campaign. Yeah, yeah. Aspirin's good for that. Anyway, uh, gosh, where am I? Okay, the RV miracle. The RV miracle in America. Now, I've been an RVer for a long, long time, for 30 years. My wife and I have been camping and started with, uh, you know, sleeping in the back of a pickup truck and then put a camper shell on it and then got a big overhead camper and then eventually motor home. But 
What's interesting is that, that the rental RV market is just on fire. Nobody's going to get on an airplane. You can just forget that. The hotel miracle, the tax bombs that are coming, the disconnect in the equity markets and where this economy and this country and world really are right now is alarming. Air travelers who refuse to wear face masks on planes now to protect passengers and crew from the evil COVID-19, which apparently you only get for a couple of days, are not only being stopped from flying now, but may also be banned from flying commercially in the future. U.S. Airlines warned this morning, we take the requirement to wear a mask very seriously, said Delta Airlines CEO Ed Bastian. In a staff note, reports CNBC customers who choose not to comply with this or any other safety requirement risk losing their flight and future flight privileges with Delta. And now American Airlines is following suit. So really, you know, how many people are going to want to get in the germ tube? Now, they have changed some things. They, uh, they put HEPA filters in them. But, you know, usually, I mean... If you're not careful on an airplane, you know, that they really are. A lot of people call them the germ tubes. I mean, half the time you get in one, you know, you go on vacation somewhere, you get in a plane, you come home and you're sick. That was before all of this. So, again, it's just amazing. It's amazing. So the country's afraid of itself. American Airlines also said today that it will no longer restrict the number of seats sold on flights beginning July 1st in an effort to come back from the impact of the coronavirus. The announcement comes before a meeting between the chief executives of major U.S. airlines. Again, all of them I read out first. So that middle seat, you're going to have to buy it if you don't want anybody in it. Back to the rental RVs. People that rent RVs and drive them down the road are very dangerous. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to drive them. And I remember one of our famous trips out to Roosevelt Lake years ago with young families and friend of ours and a family had rented a motor <laughs> and all the way out they got it stuck and they had to they hook a tow chain to it and rip half the back of the motor home off and then that when they were coming around a corner they hit a tree and tore up half the roof and the air conditioner and then about a day later they busted the kitchen and the famous words that we've always used here in the cedar drum and joel remember this as well is that the guy looks at me and he says you know eric I can see that $500 deposit vanishing as we speak. (laughs) Daniels, Jack Daniels. All right, well, the cops, cops, policemen, boys in blue, whatever you want to call them. I always called them cops. I don't know. Maybe that's disrespect. Um, In Tucson, killed a guy. They did a uh, George Floyd thing. I guess they, they cuffed him and put him in a prone position. And, you know, that's... If you're in bad shape or you got a big belly, you know, with your hands behind your back, it's hard to breathe when you get older. So they they had another George, George Floyd thing, but this one was 12 minutes. And uh, the guy's name is Carlos Lopez. Now, the the Tucson uh, police chief, res- he resigned, but then their city manager, uh, Michael Ortega, said he rejected uh, Chris Magnus's offer to resign uh, Wednesday. So... But they, they, nobody can figure out. Now, it's been in the paper. It's been on the news. But, you know, there's no justice for Carlos. That's a hard, hard march to get going. You know, again, you've got uh, too many illegals. Now, Trump, Supreme Court allowed Trump to deport illegals. Bang, bada boom, bada bing, get out. 
So, or if you're in uh, for asylum and all these, you know, quote unquote protections. Yes, I was a political prisoner. But anyway, you're looking at uh, justice for Carlos isn't working. So now, in the paper, they changed his name. Carlos Adrian Ingram Lopez. So now you got four names. Maybe that'll work. You know, you got, you know, Adrian and Ingram's got a little bit of American to it, but they're having trouble getting the uh, troops rallied for that. I'd like to say hi to Glenn. He's sitting there with his lovely wife on the beach in uh, Maryland today. And uh, I have to tell you, I wish I was there with you. But he offered to do the show for me today, but I'm going to tough it out. I'm the tough one in the family. Doomsday bunkers. Panic rooms are now becoming quite tray chic. No, I remember it. You know, I was the last generation, the last of the boomers to do duck and cover. And I remember it. I don't know how. Mrs. Sandals Kindergarten in Des Moines, Iowa at Hubble Elementary School. I remember getting under a desk in 1964. I don't remember doing it after that, though. I don't think we did it. I think that 64 may have been the last year for all of that. So the duck and cover. But uh, the bunkers now? I remember people building them, you know, every now and then. Even in Arizona, you'd find uh, underground storage up in the North Valley here on the horse ranches. And, not, and not, you know, it's more prevalent in the Midwest because they're, you know, tornado shelters. And, you know, they put the doors that swing up on them and you can get in there. But uh, in Arizona, I saw a few storage bunkers growing up, but not many. Not many. So you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedar strump it's uh, Friday. You know, it's amazing, the weather here in Phoenix. We're going to be in the 90s, so uh, next week, I have no idea. I don't ever remember that in June either. That's very rare. The pinstripe bandits trying to justify the equity markets. The biggest disconnect between earnings, which, by the way, earnings don't exist. At the end of this quarter in June, when they start coming out in July, people are going to go, what? What? Sales are down 80%? But your stock's at all-time highs? And that's exactly what's going to happen, because that's really where sales are for many industries. But Larry Fink, he's explaining it away today. What a name, Fink. You go through life being a rat Fink. Who was that? Rat Fink was the uh, hot rod guy. Was that Dobie Gillis? I forget. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink believes the world is becoming much more accepting of the rising coronavirus cases. Well, let me ask you. Do you really think there's anything you can do about it? I mean, you can't stop the press from reporting it. You know, there is so much disinformation. Pick a symptom. Well, I got a sore toe. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right here. That's a symptom. And my wrist, you know, and my right arm. Oh, the right arm. Yeah. Yeah, you better get in. We're going to stuff a ventilator down you. That's what I don't want. Well, I would never go. I would never say that, right? Never say what you're going to do. If you want to hear God laugh, make some statements out loud. Anyway, Larry Fink believes the world and the markets are becoming coming to terms. And given the recovery in the financial markets compared to their dramatic plunge in March, the billionaire fund manager thinks markets may not be reflecting the extent of the current crisis, obviously. But he says, I think psychologically the world has changed. In the last few months, the world has changed from compassionate world to more of a pragmatic world. Don't stand so close to me really is, man. You look at people with a glazed eye, you lift your 
eyebrow and you go, does that guy look like he's carrying the virus? And nobody knows who that guy looks like. That's because you can't see it. Now, why can't you see it? I mean, how come we don't have virus glasses? Go, look at that one. (laughs) I'd get a shot for if I was you for that. I mean, how come there's no virus glasses? I don't know. Well, maybe it's coming. There's Yeah, there's an app for that. Why not? Everybody walks around with their phones. You can point your phone at everything. That Now, there's an app. There's an app, the virus detector, which uh, would be a, a huge success. But Fink said, who heads the world's largest asset management fund. We talked about BlackRock yesterday. They now have New Jersey's retirement fund that uh, they're being sued by a minority-owned company because uh, they didn't get the uh, pension contract. But they're overseeing $7 trillion in assets. $7 trillion for BlackRock. How's that possible? The entire U.S. economy does, what, 2.8? The entire U.S. economy annually? You think they've created more currency and Federal Reserve credits and electronic credits you could even imagine. But the Finkster says right now we're seeing rising infection rates. It's very apparent to me that the world's accepting these higher diseases and higher infection rates and the markets are stable. So we're trying to navigate this and we've decided compassionate societies are actually too expensive. I think every democracy is trying to navigate this compassionate virus pragmatic dilemma. You have to be a pinstripe bandit. This guy should be a Fed chief. I miss that doublespeak, don't you? Just refreshing to hear it today. Yeah, I may even say it again. Democracy is trying to navigate this compassionate versus pragmatic dilemma. Well said. And we'll see you in the next two to five weeks. Is pragmatism right or wrong? I think the market's probably a little ahead of itself, uh, duh, when the earnings come out. Now, let me ask you, do you think, so let's go, let's look into the future. I need Joe with his crystal ball. Let's go a year from today. Do, 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 do. No cure. No cure. Been through a winter. I mean, Arizona numbers are almost like New York numbers. Now we're at 3,000 cases a day. But I'd said it. I've said it all along. You're not going to stop this thing. You can't do it. It's impossible. Can't do it. Joe Biden, if he's going to, you know, get elected in federal mandates, federal mandates, you got to have a you got to have a mask on all the time. And I mean, they'll probably take it to the next level. You live in uh, HOA, you live in uh, high density houses. You're sitting on your back patio. You're in your house. You got to have a mask on. We'll send the mask cops out. Think of what the jobs that could be created for the mask cops. You know, that's a problem they have too. People calling nine one one. He he doesn't have a mask on. I don't wear a mask outside. I, uh, I've i put a mask on twice since this started because the hardware store here wanted me to. And even when I went in there, half of them didn't have it. You know, it's interesting up in Cave Creek. you got a real rural area. So I took mine off. I just took it off. You know, I just pulled it down and uh, kept my social distance and got what I needed and went out to – actually, I didn't get what I needed because uh, they didn't have it. So I put your hand sanitizer on. I get in my old Ford pickup, and I head down to the next Ace Hardware. I tried to do business with them. They're local-owned companies, and, I mean, they've supported the Little Leagues and everything throughout the years. So I don't go to Home Depot or Lowe's. try to do the business locally. So so I go to the next one, which is down here south at Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road. And if you're listening in uh, Nebraska, that means nothing to you. But uh, 
So, but anyway, when you get down into there, you get into a very high income demographic. So I'm like, well, I was just at the other Ace Hardware, which is, you know, five miles away. And I go here, I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. So, but I put it like a doctor. You know, I'm not a doctor, but I do play one on the radio. That uh, I put it around my neck, Dr. Kildare. And I walk in. This is the difference, the difference. And uh, from the rural areas to the city areas, everyone, and I do mean everyone, has a mask on. So the mask wars continue. I mean, the states and Ducey punted here in Arizona. The governors, the governors are just, you know, the one thing everybody's surprised at, and I know you are and I am, is how ill-prepared we were for any of this and how ineffectual they are. Picture Radio News Hour will be back after these messages. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, Ed Martin. To some people, it might be said that Phyllis Schlafly lived a life of contradiction. Feminists said in debates that the very fact that Phyllis could publicly debate was a privilege she owed to the feminist movement. They said Phyllis was a liberated woman who fought against liberation. Phyllis didn't see things that way. She repeatedly said that she saw absolutely nothing good coming from the women's liberation movement. One common claim of the feminists of the 1970s was that they were the successors to the suffragettes. In the feminists' eyes, to oppose them was to oppose women's right to vote. That's why they called themselves second-wave feminists. The implication is that women's suffrage was the first wave, followed by the pro-ERAers in the second wave. Despite their claims, it's difficult to establish an ideological link between the feminists of the 1970s and the suffragettes. One wanted liberation, the other wanted participation. One wanted unrestricted abortion and lesbian privileges, and one just wanted a vote. Besides, Phyllis Schlafly said numerous times that she was entirely in favor of women's suffrage. To tie her criticism of feminism to the suffragettes is intellectually dishonest. Feminists also tried to foster their legitimacy by saying that they were needed to overcome discrimination in higher education. However, Phyllis Schlafly was living proof to the contrary. She went to Washington University and Harvard in the 1940s, long before the women's liberation movement came on the scene. Phyllis's mother went to college before her. In Phyllis's mind, it was clear women didn't need liberation to go to school. As Phyllis Schlafly saw it, the women's liberation movement had to be advocating for liberation from something, and that something must be husband, home, and family. The feminists wanted women to take on the added burden of providing for themselves rather than honoring the traditional family where the husband is responsible to support his wife. That made the ERA more of an extra responsibilities amendment than an equal rights amendment. If that's what the women libbers were pushing, it's no wonder Phyllis Schlafly said she didn't owe anything to them. Women are much better off without the feminist movement. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. (laughs) 
think Jason running the board up there. <laughs> Man, you are funny. <coughs> that wasn't the rat fink guy, though. The, the rat fink guy. Somebody emailed me. They know Patriot77 at AOL. I forget it was an old TV show from the 50s, and they were hot rodders, and they had the, the black leather uh, black leather, you know, coats. And I forget. I'm just having a brain cramp. Doesn't it suck to get old? I'm going to be 61 next month. Everything hurts. Just sucks. So, but you know what? It's a gift. Every day's a gift. So, just gonna try to do the best I can. My wife, God bless my wife, Lori, man. Without her, I'd be done. So she keeps me going. She said, "There's no way I get sick." She said it last night. She said, "You are on so many vitamins. There's absolutely no way." And I really think it helped. So, woke up, you know, just like I'd gotten out of the pool at one o'clock this morning, just absolutely soaked, and I felt pretty good. Still do. Martha McSally, you know she lost the uh, she lost the election to Kristen Cinema, Democrat. But then when uh, McCain expired, they Trump appointed her in, and she's running these anti-Chinese ads here in Arizona about how they stole our factories. And it really is. It's like, oh yeah, the evil Chinese did it. No, 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 Marta, no, Wall Street did it. You really think the Chinese and uh, their uh, rice patties and oxen in 1989 said, you know, we'd like to have all of the American factories come over here. No, no, no. No, it was the pinstripe bandits. Hear my dog's barking. That's uh, My dog's name's Duke. Now, I had a dog named Dixie. God rest her soul. She's uh, one of the best yellow labs I ever had. The best heart. Just an incredible dog. Not a mean bone in her body. She could dive 30 feet into the swimming pool and get a tennis ball, and she would play all day. It got annoying after a while, but she was amazing. So she was named Dixie. I didn't name her, but I love the name. And now I have a dog named Duke. So, I mean, do you think that's – they're trying to get rid of that. They were trying to get John Wayne's you know, name off the Orange County Airport. This one I love. This one I got up this morning. is the first news story I saw, The Gap. Their stock's up like 23%, or it was this morning. Has entered into a multi-year partnership with rapper and fashion designer Kanye West to create a Yeezy line of clothing. Yeezy, why? Y-E-Z-Y. Yeezy, I don't know. That's got to be some term between, you know, resting and easy. So anyway, it's aimed at young shoppers. The Yeezy Gap line, which will offer items such as hoodies, Riot wear. No, I added that. But hoodie, riot wear, T-shirts, and joggers. Apparently, this stuff's really expensive. I saw some pictures of it. It makes me want to vomit. I mean, the pants hanging off their butts, and just the clothes are ripped, and they're expensive. And I'm like, well, you know, really, for what you stand for, and, you know, the market that you're trying to market to, you know, I don't think the Gap's going to do too well because if they really want this, they'll just wait for it to close, bust the window, loot the store, and light everything on fire on their way out. Yes, we'll call that sales. That's kind of that's kind of what they're calling in the equity markets today as sales. The insurance claims. Have you seen one story, one article, anything, anywhere about insurance claims for the damage that's been done to America? And this 4th of July coming up next week, I mean, we're going to have, are we going to apologize for everything? Trump was planning a big gala. He does every year. But, you know, he's had to back down a few times. Remember, they were going to do the huge parade and blah, blah, blah. But 
Man, think of how hard he's worked. All the guy wanted to do was bring back American factories, bring back the American way of life, you know, put the genie back in the bottle somewhat. But you think the, the level of conspiracy, the swamp, the horrible people that are just raping and ravaging this country and have for hundreds of years, the central bankers, the senators that have been there forever who are all gazillionaires, it's unbelievable. You think it would have been a slam dunk. That's how far out I'm like, all right. Yeah, let's put some factories back. Well, now it's kind of coming. It's going to be Trey Sheik again. You know, definitely uh, the coronavirus cure is going to need to be made in America. They are ramping that up. So now the uh, Europe is going to get that one Vesdirin or whatever. Don't quote me on that. So uh, 1-800-951-0592. Got to take care of business. A little shameless plug here. There are a, There's four sealed cases of Silver Eagles today in america that i know of um we haven't offered these for a while and this is the lowest premium we've had on them so they're at uh, twelve thousand four hundred and fifty for a monster box and that'll throw in delivery so it's about seven dollars over um the market six dollars and change over which you know these things were ten and twelve dollars over so the real price of silver in this country is like oil you know when oil was free, remember, and down to $7 a barrel, well, gas was 3 bucks a gallon. So there's real markets, there's paper markets, and what's interesting is people are starting to figure out the difference and out of, you know, necessity. Necessity is the mother of invention. So 12450 12450 500 silver eagles in a big green monster box, untouched by human hands. Um, I think they're all machined. I think all that is machined if they're sealed. Uh, we'll ship them out to you. Includes delivery. Call one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Arlene is down at the uh, down here at the office. I live about oh ten miles north of the office in Deer Valley. And till I feel better, I know what I got. I mean, I guess you know, is it, is it socially responsible to stay locked down? I don't know. You know, I guess is it just a cold? I don't know. I don't know. It's scary. You know, I, I guess if I was 50 or 40 or 30, especially 30, you know, even, well, even 40, at 50, I my goal was to bench press 400 pounds, and I did it. I did it. I bench pressed 400 plus pounds at 50 years old. Now, I mean, it would just crush me, and you'd have to call 911 to get it off me, but it was just a bucket list thing. So I don't think at 50 I would have worried about it either. So but you just get a cold. But I got to tell you, laying in bed last night, I got the chills. I can't breathe. I'm coughing. My nose is plugged up. I'm like, well, this is it. Wheezy, <laughs> give me my pills. I feel the big one coming on. I woke up this morning. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do a show. So anyway, one 800 And thanks for tuning in. I mean, I know you've got a lot of choices. Our numbers are just just you know going up and up and up so obviously we must be on to something doing something right i try to work hard and get you out the right news and even when it's you know the 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 numbers and joe's a numbers guy man he works really really hard at that he's up joe gets up at like 4 a.m he's in that office at god knows when and he when i get there he's got papers and everything disseminated and he's a numbers guy that's what i love about him you know he's like a son to me and uh, I always loved him. I appreciate that. I'm not a detail-oriented guy, you know, as a lot of you know. Um, I take care of things. I may stay on top of things, and I try not to cause any trouble. 
Moody's Investment Service. Haven't heard from these guys in a month of Sundays. States, cities, now cities, are going to need $500 billion to avert fiscal doom. Yes, a half a trillion dollars. A half a trillion dollars. Maybe they can get it from BlackRock. They got seven. We'll be back. Uh, the Dow's down about 700. Gold's up 10 bucks. Silver's up a nickel. It's uh, been very steady, steady markets. We haven't had panic. I'm expecting the great panic day. It'll just light this super cycle in hard assets. When it hits, there'll be no fixing it. None. They'll try everything they can. They'll have huge shortages and short squeezes on delivery of physical product. I mean, look at the trillions of dollars. Think about if BlackRock took $7 trillion and pumped it into the COMEX today, into gold. I mean, this is how out of whack everything is. <laughs> Just doesn't make any sense, does it? So, Silver Eagles, uh, oh, where are we at? Uh, well, it, that's a case of, of silver. So, inside is 500, which are in ro- 25 rolls of 20, and they're in their original treasury rolls, and they've got the insignia on top of it. And we always sell them one by one, but it just can't be done right now. Nobody wants to mess with it. There's just too much, too much market activity. So, but you can get a case of them at under twenty five dollars. That's a low per ounce, twenty four ninety an ounce, which is you know, the premiums are high. I admit it, they're high. I mean, we're doing the best we can, and if you can get them at all, but these are nice sealed cases. So, add them. You know, they weigh. Uh, and I forget what they weigh. You know, it's funny you forget more than than you know. But I think they're. Oh, I think they're about mm, 30 pounds or something. So, And you can open them up, do whatever you want, break them down, do whatever. But, you know, they're nice. What's stamped on them is is uh, one ounce fine silver, United States of America, one U.S. dollar, which where we're heading in this country may be collector's items. For the dates, no, because they still make currency with the United States of America stamped on it. I mean, that'll be next, I imagine. Nothing is off limits, nothing. But I got to think, you know, coming back to Colorado in all these years, remember, you old-timers, we had a group of people that were called the TRT, the Tyranny Response Team. And there's a few of you still out there, and I know there's some of you listening. You guys would have never put up with this, never, in Denver. There would have been marches of people in the thousands with uh, what they've tried to get done. And I'm sure the uh, protests would have been met with armed protectors. Uh, and again, here's nothing's off limits. Nothing, nothing. There's anything you can't imagine. You imagine it? It's yes. It's most likely going to happen. The house now is on the verge of approving a new state. I mean, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. So go in the flag business immediately. You got to add a star. Four decades after launching its drive for U.S. statehood, Washington D.C. is supposed to take the step forward, becoming the 51st state. House of Representatives today is expected to approve its admission. Of course, then it has to go to the Senate, right? Though the initiative was likely to pass handily in the House, yeah, here it is, where Democrats hold the majority, Republicans for years have actively opposed creating a state that they predict would elect Democrats to Congress. Indeed, voters in the city of Washington have elected only Democratic mayors. Mayor Bar- Marion Barry out of there? <laughs> now nah, again, you know, he, he got caught on TV doing crack and gets reelected. You say there is no bad publicity, but you'd have to think that would be 
Creating a state out of Washington would likely make it more difficult for Republicans to win majorities in the Senate ever again. Last month, Trump said, no way in hell is this going to happen. You mean District of Columbia, a state? Why? Why? So we can have two more Democrat senators and five more Democrat congressmen? No, thank you. That'll never happen. If it became a state, Washington would likely only have one lawmaker, not five, according to the liberal articles or their thought. Proponents say Washington's 700,000 inhabitants, more than Vermont and Wyoming, have no voice in the federal government despite paying federal taxes. Taxation without representation. Remember when you were a kid? We all studied that. Boston Tea Party. Now, do we have any representation? How would you like to live in Seattle and pay taxes, pay city taxes? How would you like to have a business collecting city sales taxes at 9% and have to send it in there when they won't protect your business? There's a there's The, the riots from the other side are coming. The revolts. Status of the uh, is protested with a slogan on Washington's automobile license plate that screams taxation without representation. I didn't know that they had that there. So, I mean, see, I'm way ahead of my time. Currently, legislation passed by districts, local government is subject to congressional review. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure the scumbags will vote that in today. So going into the break, we're talking that cities, not states, but just cities, may need $500 billion. Money has lost its lost its impact, hasn't it? When we get up to quadrillion, see, quadrillion doesn't sound so bad. It's the next one over a zillion, I believe. But again, I went to public school. So when you, you know, oh, it's only a quadrillion. Trillion's got bad. It's got, you know, it's got bad juju, that word trillion. It sounds like a lot. <laughs> but anyway, state... We'll need $500 million in additional federal aid over the next two years to avoid major economic damage from the coronavirus. Oh, I guess it is states and cities. My bad. According to Moody's, the budget cutbacks by government whose revenue is being sharply reduced by business closures will save as much as three percentage points from the pace of economic growth. The GDP number that comes out this year, you better know that that's probably going to be an outright fabrication. Who knows what it is, but I drive around up here, and the restaurants that reopened are empty. They're empty. And I think the takeout business is doing okay. And People in general want to you know, do what's right. They know the difference in spite of what the media tells you. Most people do. The older ones, the younger ones don't know. They don't know. They've been raised on rap and uh, Chinese crap. They've been raised with you know, no God, country, family. It's out there. The soccer minions, the uh, trophies. Oh, it's okay. The, the helicopter parents, they've never been left alone, nothing. And the results, oh, and the medication, because they're all drugged up. The results are on your TV. How many are there? We don't know. We don't know the numbers, so we just don't know. So, But anyway, the state and local governments are in big trouble if you consider half a trillion a lot of money. You know, really, that's a, kind of a drop in the bucket Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Eric Cedarstrom, 101 Fever, will be back. Hey, final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Eric Cedarstrom, uh, kind of, you know, just, I feel good, just working, glad to get a show and get it out. So the show must go on. 
God forbid I leave you people in the dark for the weekend. So bars across the United States are, of course, reeling from lost business on this Jack Daniels Friday as they try to convince customers to come back. But they're now grappling with the unthinkable, the possibility of higher prices for top sellers like German ales and British gin. Yes, the evil Trump administration. Those are among the alcoholic beverages targeted to propose new tariffs announced by the Office of U.S. Trade Rep against Europe. Yes, it's preposterous. It's outrageous. It's gregarious. Yes, liquor prices are going to go up, probably by a nickel per shot. So I don't think people care. But again, that's an anti-Trump article. Another anti-Trump. I didn't even do it. Harley Davidson laying off massive amounts of people. 140 people. Really? You're going to put that on a newswire? 140 jobs at Harley Davidson. See how many people they employ worldwide? So, in a reversal this morning, the Trump administration is going to release the PPP data. The uh, they plan to publicly re- release details about coronavirus relief loans for small businesses by the end of next week. After reversing its position by withholding the data, of course the. The libs went absolutely nuts. The uh, the liminals, the liberal criminals, the liminals are like, see, it's only for a big money. You know what it is? It's to protect small businesses. So now mom and pop, the evil mom and pop are going to be on the government handout list, which who knows what Antifa is going to do with that. You know, someday, go get them. Get them. While you're in there, grab the Kanye West wear. So, but anyway, company names and other details about the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, plus certain details about the smaller loans without information. Oh, identifying maybe the smaller ones are not going to, thank God. But congressional committees have been demanding the information. So, I mean, that only makes sense. You know, there are some public things. Mortgage rates now stall. They've been stuck at 3.13. And they, there was a story that the feds really can't do anything more about it. I mean, we could even go to negative rates. But, you know, we're pretty much, what, at a quarter or... 10-year note is, what, at a half a percent or whatever? I know I should look, but I'm not feeling like it today. That, uh, that, you know, if we're down to zero, and this is as low as they get, they're saying, that because the banks don't want to do it. But yet, there's a lot of money in a 30-year note. Of course, the average person doesn't live in their house past nine years. So in the end, they don't collect that much. But a 300 grand note, 30 amortized 30 years at 3% change, 150 grand. But it doesn't work out that way. Who knows? I mean, ultimately, if the dollar falls apart, which a lot of people are looking at that as a viable option, me included, which may be part of the plan. I mean, this is what Trump wants. Now we can bring factories back. We've out-depreciated the Chinese. We beat them at their own game. We're going to sell them, you know, Cadillacs, and we're going to sell them GMC trucks, and maybe we'll bring back Kanye Westware and sell them that. You know, because our, our currency is going to be so worthless that, you know, it's, they'll be able to buy a lot of it with their strong money. The depreciation game. America has stayed out of that. Every president, every president I never knew wanted a strong dollar. This one does not. God bless everybody. Thanks for allowing me into your lives. I did it. I'll be back Monday, good Lord willing. Hopefully Joe will too. Case of Silver, give us a call down there and we'll get them locked in for you. Bye now.